to another hope-filled message from Life. For more information about our church, visit lifeau.org. Hey everybody over in Melbourne, it is my honour to preach for you at Life today. It is a pleasure uh, to be able to minister across the border. As a South Aussie and I, I, I know all of the rest of our nation are uh, feeling for all of you that have been uh, probably part of the worst lockdowns, the hardest lockdowns, I should say, uh, that are happening in the world right now. And I know a lot of people I've spoken to over in Melbourne are doing it tough and there's people that are hurting. My own father lives in Docklands. I haven't seen him since before Christmas. And I just wanna tell you, we're with you. We're praying for you. The body of Christ is feeling uh, your frustration right now. I'm believing God uh, that 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 by the hand of the Holy Spirit, this thing's gonna be broken. Melbourne's gonna open up. And on the other side of this pandemic, it's gonna be the greatest move of God. It's already starting. It's just, it's just not fully manifested yet, but the greatest revival we've ever seen is, is coming. And I'm believing Australia is gonna be touched by the Holy Ghost. And God's gonna do great things. This is uh, the other thing I wanted to say, and that is g'day to Pastor Craig, Pastor Nadia. Such an honour uh, to be ministering with you today and, and being able to speak into... Uh, this series on defying gravity, defying gravity. And I, I wanna talk into this space, but I wanna uh, turn in the Word first. If you have a Bible, turn with me please to the book of Matthew and chapter 14. Matthew, the Gospel of St. Matthew and chapter 14. And I'm reading from the 22nd verse and it says this, Immediately Jesus made His disciples get into the boat and go before Him to the other side while well, He sent the multitudes away. And when He had sent the multitudes away, He went up on the mountain by Himself to pray. Now when evening came, He was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw Him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, "'It is a ghost.'" And they cried out for fear, but immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. What a word, what a word for the church right now, be of good cheer, it is I. God is in control, God is victorious. He says, do not be afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those who were in the boat came and worshipped him saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. I just wanna read on two more verses. Verse 34, when they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognised him, they sent out into all the surrounding region and brought to him all who were sick and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched it were made perfectly well. We serve a supernatural God. We serve a miraculous God. And, and I love that I'm part of a series being able to speak into the life of your house today, wherever you might be watching, over there in Victoria, uh, a message called Defying Gravity, part of a series, Defying Gravity. Literally in this story, 
we see gravity being defied. The laws of nature were being uh, trumped by the supernatural intervention of God. Jesus had a ministry for that. He did supernatural things. The laws of nature do not allow water to turn to wine. He, they, they, don't, they don't allow for the sun to stand still. They don't allow for the Red Seas uh, to part and for, and for God's people to walk through on dry ground. God is always uh, interrupting His own laws. Elohim set the world in motion. But some Sometimes the El Shaddai aspect of the nature and the power of God trumps the laws of nature that God did set in order. Sometimes God says, I'm interrupting my own natural processes to show you that I'm supernatural, to show you that I'm able, to show you that not only am I creator, but I can do what I want. I'm the sovereign God of heaven. And in this story, once again, we see the power of Jesus. He's just minding his own business. He's walking on water. I know I'm yelling a bit. I, I, I'm trying to be subdued because I know I'm talking to you in your lounge, but I'm just, a bit of a, I'm just a bit of a hyperactive Pentecostal over here in Adelaide. So you'll just have to excuse us. It's a, it's a different time on planet Earth right now. And so, so we're, we're seeing Peter and Jesus walking on water, defying the laws of nature. It happens even... Naturally, we have a law called the law of gravity, but the Wright brothers one day looked up in the sky and they saw a, they saw a seagull. And suddenly start to consider the possibilities of a different law that doesn't defeat that law, but it can cause us to function outside of that law. And that was called the law of lift. We were born into this world subject to a law of sin and death. But there was a law that trumps that law called the law of the spirit of life. In Christ Jesus and, and Jesus and God, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, God in heaven. He, he is awesome in that He defies what our natural minds would say they have to be. They, whether, whether maybe naturally speaking, there might be a cell in your body that's gone rogue and wants to make you sick and, and destroy your life. We serve a God who can interrupt some of these things that are happening by bringing His law of healing and grace and power into the laws of nature and interrupt things by doing this thing called a miracle. A miracle is when natural laws get interrupted by the power of God. And I'm believing for that in your world, in your business, in your family, in your home, in your church, in our church here in Adelaide. I'm believing that the God of heaven and earth can interrupt the natural course of the day by supernatural power. And right here, not only was Jesus walking on water, but Peter gets involved. He, he's gonna... He's going to have a moment where he walks on water. He's going to defy gravity. He's going to defy the, the natural laws of the day. And he's standing on the edge of that boat. He sees Jesus. And we know the Bible says, he says, if that's you, bid me, bid me come. And Jesus says, come. And we know Peter steps out and he and he walks on water. And I guess using this story of faith, I wanted to give you six thoughts today on how to defy gravity, how to overcome natural laws with miraculous power and grace in the name of Jesus. I wanna give you six things. And this is a faith message. I'm believing that God's gonna do something. I'm believing at the end of this message that we're gonna see miracles by the hand of God 
in the name of Jesus. I can't hear you and I can't see you, but if you believe it, can you just say amen today in the name of Jesus? Six keys to walking on water. Number one, if you're writing these down, number one, arrest your fear. Arrest your fear. Verse 26 of Matthew 14, the disciples thought it was a ghost and they, the Bible says they cried out in fear, including Peter, James and John. And, and you know, fear is probably never been at a higher level of intensity in the world right now, in the world than it is right now. Not only are there people that fear a pandemic. Gee, I get sick of even talking about the pandemic in church, but we've got to speak to the day. And there's people that would fear the reality of the pandemic, but maybe you don't fear the pandemic, but you fear the cost of the pandemic. You fear what it could do to your business. You, you fear what it could do to your relationships, to your family, maybe to the church, to your, to, to your home group. I don't know what you call them over there at Live Home Fellowships, home groups, cell groups. Uh, I think in Melbourne, they're now called clusters. I don't know what you call them. But what I, what I do know uh, is that uh, you might think what, what's gonna happen when we come back. I prophesy when you come back, it's the greatest move of God you've ever seen in the Name of Jesus. But the, the reality is, we just don't know what's on the other side. We don't know what's Australia gonna look like when, when this thing is all over. What's, what's a church gonna look like? What's my life gonna look like? I mean, talk about a time to live in fear. The, the, world, the world's at a bit of a boiling point. People, people are fearful and, and really in some ways fear is, is what can hold back an economy because people get conservative and, and so they're not willing to take risks. And, and so it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And my, my word to you from this Scripture is if we wanna defy gravity, defy the odds in this pandemic, I, I wanna encourage you, arrest your fear, because fear is a form of faith. It's not the opposite of faith. It is a kind of faith, but it's faith in a negative end. And I wanna encourage it. Every time the enemy tries to get in your spirit and put fear in your heart, declare the Word of God in the Name of Jesus. God, You are able. You're not only able, You're also willing. You're willing to intervene in my situation. And right now, by faith, I receive the promises of God, which are still yes and amen in the name of Jesus, we've got to arrest fear. So many Christians crippled by fear. I wanna encourage you, if there was ever a time to look fear in the eye and say in the name of Jesus, I hold on to the Word of God, it's right now. Defy gravity, defy the pull of the enemy into those darker places of fear or worry or anxiety. Or, or depression or disappointment or regret or wherever He wants to pull you. You need to stand on the Word of God and say to fear, in the Name of Jesus, I arrest you right now and I trust Almighty God in Jesus' Name. I can even hear your amens this morning in Jesus' Name. Arrest fear, number two. And it's... Old school preaching, but how do we defy gravity? How do we walk on water? Number two, get a word from God. It's so simple. It's just so simple. Because often we, we complicate spirituality, but one word of God is enough to stand on. Peter calls out to Jesus, if you want me to come, bid me 
come. And in verse 29, Jesus says one word that probably terrified poor old Peter. I think I wonder if Peter was just trying to impress the brothers. Hey, Jesus, if you want me to come, just you just say come. And then Jesus is like, all right, come. Peter's like, oh, yeah, great, that's cool. I was, I was, yeah, I just got to go down into the depth of the hull. Uh, I need to make a phone call. I don't know what he's thinking, but he, he steps. The Bible says, Jesus says, come. We know the story. Peter ends up walking on water. One word from God gave Peter power to overcome every law of gravity, gave him the power to overcome fear, gave him the power to break away from the crowd that were watching him in the boat. I bet Thomas was looking at him going, you're done, you are finished. And, and, but but he, he, ignored the, he ignored the people and the Bible tells us he, he, he walked on water. But did he, actually, did he actually walk on water? He actually walked on the Word. He walked on one Word from God. Faith comes where the will of God is known. The Bible says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. He heard the Word of God and was able to overcome every natural law, every bit of intimidation and fear. And he steps out of that boat and he walks on one word from God. Can I tell you, even in a pandemic, even in COVID-19, even in, in, in Victoria with the biggest lockdown measures in the world, one word from God is enough to stand on. I, I remember six months ago, can you believe it's that long? I'm sitting after a Sunday night service. It was the first service where we had to do social distancing and, and all of those things. I'm sitting on the couch after church with my wife. It had been a crazy day. We had to do five services to get everybody in and it was average, you know. It just wasn't fun and you knew something bad was brewing. We didn't know what it would look like. I'm sitting on the couch and I see our Prime Minister say, look, you probably won't be going back to church for the next six months. I mean, he addressed many other issues and I remember you could have peeled me off that couch. I was just bewildered. I went to bed bewildered. I woke up bewildered. So I went into my study in my house and, and got in the Word. I said, God, speak to me. And I just felt the Holy Spirit give me a Word. And God speaks to me through His Word. But in that moment, God spoke to me and said, uh, you've you got to stay in faith. So through all of this, our theme for the year at church here has been, it's a year of victory. What a, what a strange thing to get from God going into a year of pandemic and a year of the world going crazy. But can I say we've stayed in faith? It hasn't been easy. But staying in faith isn't always easy, but you endure and, and you get through. And here we see Peter <coughs> sitting on the side of a boat with contrary wind. And he says, Lord, if that's you, bid me come. And Jesus says, come. One word from God can change your life forever. One word from heaven where God breathes on it. You take this Logos and you read it and suddenly the Spirit of God breathes on it and this book becomes raiment of your spirit and God gives you a word to stand on. Maybe you're sick in your body. You say, Lord, what's your will in this situation? Get in the Word. He'll tell you, I am the God that healeth thee. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, neither their children begging bread. The Bible tells us that everyone that went to Him got healed. He's a God that heals. Can I, can I encourage you? There, there is a word for every situation that you can face. This book might be thousands of years old, but this book is a 
eternal in weight, eternal in power, eternal in truth. And when you get into this, God will speak to you in the Name of Jesus. One word from God in this book breathed into your spirits enough to stand and walk in impossible situations. Walk on water in the mighty Name of Jesus. If you believe it, even in your lounge room, why don't you say our God is an awesome God. One word from God can change your life forever. So you've got to arrest your fear. You've got to get a word from God. Number three, then there is action. It's putting action to your faith. Faith comes from the Word of God, but it's outworked in action. Faith is an internal conviction with an external response. That word faith comes from the Greek word pistis, which means a confident, persuaded conviction, a confidence in God, a persuasion that God is who He says He is and conviction to do what God has called you to do in the Name of Jesus. And so here He has a Word, but now there's an action. The Bible says, verse 29, when Peter had come down from the boat. I love it. He gets a Word, come. So many Christians get a Word from God, but they never step out on it. And so they say, see, I thought I heard from God. We've actually got to put action to our faith. Peter gets out of the boat and he walks on the water. He's super, he's set. Can you imagine that first step? I don't know if we can get a wide shot uh, on the camera here, guys, but can you imagine he, he takes that first step into the unknown? He, he takes that first step into, into a space where, am I going to drown? I don't know what's going to happen, but he said, come. And I've heard him say many other things. He said to dead things that they'll live. He said to trees that they would wither up and they do. He's spoken to wind and he's spoken to waves. So if he says, I can walk on this water, well, right now I'm gonna step out. And he steps out on one word from God. He steps out. Sometimes we have to stop just getting a word from heaven and writing it in our journal, but step out in the Name of Jesus and believe that God is gonna do. Oh man, I feel like preaching in the Name of Jesus. Step out on a word from God because one word from God is enough to build your faith on, but you have to add your faith. What about Peter another time at Gate Beautiful in Acts chapter three? There's a, a lame man. The Bible says, he prays for him. He says, silver and gold, I do not have, but such as I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The Bible says, immediately he reached down and picked him up. And as he did, his ankle bones received strength. The miracle didn't happen at the point of confession. It happened when he stepped out with a corresponding action. James, I believe it's 2.17. James 2.17 says, faith without action, faith without works, faith without a company action is dead being itself alone. Faith isn't just a feeling. It's not just mental assent. It's getting a conviction from God and stepping out on that conviction and seeing the breakthroughs of God. How do we defy gravity? How do we defy an economy that's crazy? How do we defy, how do we thrive in COVID? Let's listen to God and let's take a step of faith. Let's obey, let's, let's have a corresponding action of faith in the Name of Jesus. Number four, how do we defy gravity? We keep our eyes on Jesus. The Bible says in verse 30, when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. Beginning to sink. He didn't sink, but beginning to sink. The Bible tells us that at that moment, Jesus takes his hand and says, you have little faith. I mean, talk about shots fired. I've just walked on water. And Jesus is still saying my faith isn't where it needs to be. It tells me that 
Not only do we have to step out in faith, but we have to stay in faith. And He steps out in faith. And Jesus helps him stay in faith. How? By looking to Him. Can I say, when I look at the wind, when I look at the waves, when I look at every reason why I can't stand, I begin to sink in my fear. I begin to sink in my worry. I begin to sink, I begin to sink in my in, 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 in my spirit sometimes. I get, you just get that sense of, I don't know how I'm gonna make it, but can I encourage you as the household of faith, let's keep our eyes on Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith and believe that God's got our back, that God wants to help us in this, in this 2020. Keep your faith. There's still three months left in this year. Let's believe God that the greatest three months of, of our lives in the name of Jesus. And Father, we give you praise. Eyes on Jesus. The Bible tells us in, in Hebrews chapter 12, while we're running this race, we keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, suffered the shame. He went through it so you and I could be reconciled to Him because He's the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. And I wanna encourage you, let's keep our eyes on Him. Even in this season, if you wanna defy gravity, you might take a step of faith. And then I wanna encourage you, don't, just, don't step out in faith and then look to the left and the right. Keep, you gotta keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes in His Word. Keep your heart and your spirit in His presence. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost just... Be your, be your strength and your encouragement. You get, build yourself up, Jude 20. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. How? By praying in the Holy Ghost. Do those things that stir your faith to believe God for the impossible to become possible. Hallelujah. And number five, he gets back into the boat, verse 32. When they got into the boat, the, the storm ceased and those who were in the boat came and they worshipped Him. When we defy gravity, when we've had the, when we've had the victory, what should we be doing? We should point straight back to Jesus. Let's thank God for what He's done. I wanna encourage you. You might've been totally blessed in this season or blessing when blessing does come. I wanna encourage you, keep pointing the glory back to Him. I'm so grateful that God's kept us. I thought the church could be in a lot of trouble. Who knew that God would hold it together? Who knew that people like you who are used to going to church, being in a great building and people like you would still tithe, would, would still give, would still pray, would still share these services on your Facebook page and, and, and you're getting up every morning. Some of you dress as well, getting up. I mean, everyone dresses well in Melbourne, but, but I'm talking about you, you get dressed up, you're watching the, the live stream or, or whenever this is and you're worshipping, you're engaging. You're not getting the full uh, benefits that we get typically of church, but you've hung in there six months and you've hung in there. Can I say, when it all comes back together, the church is gonna be stronger because of people like you. Let's not stand back and go, oh man, I was full of faith. That's why we made it. I'll tell you why you made it. Just give God the praise and say, I don't know how we got through this. I don't know how life got through this, but we got through it. We're here by the grace of God. To God be the glory. Great things He has done in the Name of Jesus. Let's keep pointing back to Him. Let's give Him glory for all the things He's done, all the things He's gonna do in the Name of Jesus by the Holy Spirit. When miracles happen, when a word comes to pass, when a life is changed, when a, when a soul is saved, let's not praise the vessel, let's praise Jesus. They weren't praising Peter, they were praising Jesus. Jesus walked on water, but they still praised Jesus. Let's not take credit. Let's not, let, let, let's not look at our own faith and go, oh, this is awesome. Let's still 
point back and defer the glory to God because what's gonna be on the other side of this season is a phenomenal, miraculous intervention of God. Your faithfulness has been the shoulders a lot of that's written on. But don't forget that He's the supernatural God of heaven and He's able and He's supernatural in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Man, I, I feel my own faith being stirred. I hope, hope this is blessing you. Number, number six. And this is beyond the story. They're now back in the boat. They praise Jesus. But verse 34 says, when they crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. It tells me a couple of things. It tells me that even though the winds and the waves were a bit crazy, Jesus had a mission and a purpose and He needed to get somewhere. And so there was purpose in it. There was great breakthroughs. There was great blessing. There was supernatural interventions of God. But what we see in this story is that it was still part of a bigger picture. And I wanna encourage you in a season where God requires you to step out in faith. It's not just for that testimony alone. It's part of a bigger journey called the journey of faith. The supernatural of God. They are our welcome moments that we should believe God for all through our Christianity. I wanna see the signs and wonders. I wanna see the miracles. I wanna see the breakthroughs. I wanna see more of them. I wanna see the fire of God come upon our church. But I pray, even with the move of God, even with the breakthroughs, even with the, the walking on the water, the spectacular things God does, I pray that it's still part of us getting to the other side for the greater mission. And that's lives being impacted by the glory of Jesus Christ. You know why Peter defied gravity? Because God wanted to show Himself real and say, no matter what happens, where the winds and the waves come, I've got you, we're walking together and we're gonna make it to the other side. I wanna encourage you to be reminded, God's got you, we're walking together with Jesus and we're going to the other side. This thing too shall pass. This is gonna be over. We continue to speak to COVID in the Name of Jesus and declare the victory of God in that situation, in Jesus' Name. Hallelujah. Jesus, the supernatural God of heaven, He's for you, He's with you. I just wanna say to every one of you over there in Melbourne, don't give up on the brink of a miracle. The numbers are coming down. We're watching the news. We're, you know, I mean, it's crazy days. Who would have thought that we'd be dealing with the stuff we're dealing with. But I can tell you, every Victorian I know, you guys are, you guys are people with faith. You, you guys are an inspiration to all of us in our nation. And I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray for life. I wanna pray for the people of life. I wanna pray for all of you today. I wanna pray for your pastors. I'm believing that God's gonna do something. He's gonna give you extra endurance. And I'm believing by the Spirit of God that there would be a touch of heaven that would touch each and every one of you. If, if it's appropriate, you might be driving. So maybe keep one hand on the wheel. But wherever you are, if you wouldn't mind, why don't you raise your hands to heaven? Just let His anointing come on you wherever you are. My, I feel like my ministry is about just helping people receive from heaven. Some of you are, 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 are dry. You're, you're, you're feeling a bit disconnected from even the power of God. Maybe right now you're trying to watch this. You've got kids interrupting you. Maybe who knows what's going on in your house. But right now I declare the peace of God. I declare the reign of heaven. I declare 
the touch of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray, let Your anointing fill every home. Every home that's watching right now, Lord, let the power of God, Lord God, let healing come. Lord, those that are sick right now in the Name of Jesus that are watching me right now, Lord, I speak a word in Jesus' Name. Your Word says You are the God that healeth thee. Let the healing power of Almighty God touch people right now in the Name of Jesus. Let Your anointing, let Your anointing fill every house. Let Your anointing fill every person. Lord, I pray for Pastor Craig and Pastor Nadia. Lord, just a fresh anointing. Lord God, once this thing's over, Lord, I just pray, let the church double. Let the church strengthen. Let the church take ground. Lord God, I speak the blessing of God in Jesus' Name. And Lord, we look to You. And I thank You right now. If you're sick in your body, I want you to put your hand on the sick part of your body right now, if that's You. Wherever you are, right across the life of Life Church, of Life, wherever you are, I want you to put your hand on your sick part of your body. If you've got, if you've got problems with your heart, put your hand on your heart. If you've, if you've got problems, maybe, maybe you've got fear and anxiety and worry, just get your own hand on your head. He said, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Well, if you're on your own, you'll have to do it to yourself. Just make sure you can catch yourself if the Holy Ghost touches you. But just stand in front of the lazy boy. Who knows what God's gonna do? But I wanna pray for you right now for the touch of the Holy Spirit to be upon you, for the healing virtue of Jesus. Father, I speak to sick. I speak to fear. I speak to disease. I speak to poverty and lack. Lord, I speak to any challenge that people are going through right now. And I declare in Jesus' Name, be healed right now. Right now in Jesus' Name. Now let that anointing just come on you. Let the power of God fill you right now in Jesus' Name. Father, I thank You for that anointing. Oh, Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. I tell you, I feel the power of God. Just receive from heaven. Right now, the touch of God in every home. Some of your homes right now. I'm a pastor. I'm a parent. I'm not just a, a travelling guy that, 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 that doesn't have my feet on the ground. I live in Modbury. I live in Adelaide. I've got two kids, five and seven. I know what lockdown's like when it gets hectic and, 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 and when the kids are home and, and it's, all, it's all going. And so right now to every home, I declare the shalom of God, the peace of God that passes understanding. Lord God, help new parents that, that, that ha, have little kids and it's even tougher and they're trying to work from home and, and it just seems hard. Lord, I just pray supernaturally, Holy Ghost, would You be a help and a strength in the Name of Jesus. Why don't You just take 10 seconds, lift your hands and just worship Him. Tell Him how good He is, Jesus. We love You. We worship You. There is none like our God. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Life. If you have any questions or want to contact someone about this message, visit lifeau.org.